0: Welcome back to Cohe's Questions. We are all guilty of stereotyping from time to time. Stereotypes don't have to always be a bad thing. They come from somewhere, right? Instead of trying to look past the stereotypes, maybe some good can come from embracing them and the individual cultures each state has. After all, it is a big country, and so there are bound to be some differences. So with your help, we want to spend this season investigating and answering one of Courtney's most in-depth questions. Which state? have the coolest stereotype in America. This week, we leave the Midwest where they're known for being extremely nice. I'm not making this up, guys. Y'all are the ones that told me that and go back to the Northeast where they're known for, well, not always being the nicest, and having nicknames like assholes. So this week we're checking out Massachusetts. So to find out what the stereotypes are, we took to the street. Well, Courtney took to the internet. It's the same thing, right? These are the answers we got.
1: Assholes, because they're jerks.
0: Don't tell a Patriots fan that you think they're the Ohio State of the NFL. That is not good.
1: Passionate, especially when it comes to the Patriots and the Red Sox and the Celtics. <laughs> And the Bruins. Well, if you agree with them, that's great. But if you are a Yankee fan or a Giants fan, oh, don't talk to Patriots fans about uh, Eli Manning and Deflategate and, oh, they'll, they'll defend that all the way to the end.
0: Today, we have Nick, a lifelong resident of Massachusetts, hanging out with us. He works in sports television production for the network that broadcasts Bruins and Red Sox games and has a true passion for comedy and eventually wants to have his own podcast.
1: Yeah, I work... Uh... Working in television production right now um, for Nesson, New England Sports Network, out in Boston, and
0: uh, yeah, living living right
1: outside the city right now.
0: And you have a super love of drinking liquid Christmas trees, right? I do, yeah. I'm a big uh,
1: Tanqueray fan. That's the the go-to alcohol for me. Many people say it does uh, smell and taste like pine needles, but I guess I, I enjoy the taste of Christmas then. (laughs)
0: So even though Jay's not here again this week He did send me questions to ask He wants to know Mm -hmm. where y'all's accent came from
1: Where the accent came from That I could not tell you I don't particularly think that I have Too bad of a Boston accent I guess sometimes when I travel other places People can detect it That it's at least like something uh, You know, Northeastern or um, from this region um, but it's I, I actually don't know how exactly the accent began where it came from um, I know it's definitely unique it's one that you can pretty much pick out if you if you hear it and it doesn't always sound like exactly what you'd expect like a you know if you watch the uh, Mark Wahlberg movies and stuff like that it's not always it's not always exactly like that so um, but it is definitely detectable
0: yeah, I am a big fan of those Marky Mark movies. But Yeah.
1: Yeah. Every, everyone loves that.
0: Right? It's hard not to love him. Jay also wants to know what the best kept secret of Boston is. I don't even know what that means.
1: The best kept secret, man. I don't know. I mean, there there are certain places that I guess um might get overlooked. I guess if you're traveling to Boston, like there's certain things that uh you know, there's certain tourist things like in the summer, they do like the duck boat tours and um, stuff like that. And there's I mean, there's some cool places like the the aquarium um, is nice. The Museum of Science is someplace that I love going to. But I don't know if those are necessarily like those aren't really secrets. You know, those aren't like <laughs> no one's really hiding that from the public. Uh, the giant aquarium, I guess. Um but it, it, I I don't know. That's a that's a good question as far as if there are secrets, maybe I still haven't found them out yet.
0: <laughs> they're real good secrets then, right? They're really
1: well kept. Yeah, they're, they're so well kept that I have, uh, you know, no idea what what I'm even looking for.
0: And then Jay's last question, bless his heart. He wants to know, is Salem haunted or is it just a cool place to visit? <laughs>
1: Salem. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been to Salem in a a while, but um, I think there are a lot of stories about it being haunted. I mean, the uh, the activity back there, you know, during the during the witch trials was a little brutal. So it would make sense that uh, there's some some paranormal uh, activity going on. I haven't I haven't experienced it, but I'm sure uh, I'm sure there are other people that have uh, probably some firsthand accounts of it. You know, thank God we've moved on from that—the uh, the witch trials. That was a dark. That was a dark period. Right. Yeah.
0: When we did our research on what people stereotypically think mm-hmm. of Massachusetts, we had one thing overwhelmingly come back as an answer. Yep. I'm pretty sure you can probably guess what it is. Mm-hmm. But people think of mass holes.
1: Yeah. Um. That's. <laughs> I guess like what? What does? Was there? Other details that like what what is everyone's definition of a of a masshole do you know
0: they did not give us definitions I just had I think thirty two people answer just masshole just mass hole. yeah yeah I don't,
1: I don't know, know.
0: <laughs> I mean i, I guess, guess I guess there, guess there is definitely, definitely um, there's a different there's definitely, there's definitely
1: a different uh, attitude, attitude I guess here I don't I don't, I don't know, know if that's the, that's the right word, word for it, it but there's, there's a definitely a um a difference between, between just the way, way that people operate um in massachusetts as opposed to
0: other places, places. I, I think it's, it's also
1: like a northeastern thing, thing too because I, I think new york can have like a similar um sort, sort of energy to them, it this similar sort of um just way, sort of, um, just way, way that way that people seem to function it's, it's definitely people move around with a the, with the with purpose. purpose it's, it's not you know, I bet like, like out, out in California, California, it seems like that's so a much more like laid-back, like relaxed sort of, not, not, as, as, not as not as like hustle and bustle, bustle sort of way of life. life. So I, I think it that that mass whole, uh description, description is probably referring to that. that. It's, it's probably, probably referring to people being a little bit, um, a little, little bit colder than in other places, places as opposed to you know there there are certain places where strangers will come up and be very yeah, you're, you're from the midwest i'm sure, sure you, that's a, something that you can probably recognize right it is people just, just overwhelmingly friendly, friendly or just people strangers will like come up and ask how your day's going, going. Now, now in massachusetts, massachusetts when, when a stranger comes, comes up to you and you starts asking hey how you, you doing
0: how's your, your day going? going you automatically get on the
1: defensive side of that you go how is this person trying to scan me you know you're like how is This This person person is clearly clearly here to try and rip me off somehow and I don't don't know what what his
0: what what his grift
1: is but it's you know know, that that's that's kind of the attitude it's not people kind of
0: put their their head down down and
1: and are moving around like with with
0: their their own own purpose purpose, not really just going out of their way for interaction like that so I guess that's that attitude which is a
1: stark difference to you know other places in the country I guess that could uh come off to some people as like like a a, a mass hole sort of um sort of energy. Also, I mean the the
0: driving driving
1: around here can be uh described as aggressive aggressive, I'd say as as well. There's There's not not a lot lot of love being shared between uh
0: you know people people driving driving on the road. So I guess there are certain
1: things that you definitely I I mean I've grown up here and lived here my whole life so it's not something that I really Pick up, pick up on as out of the ordinary that's, that's just kind of a, a, the, the way that it like that's, that's a normal,
0: normal sort of
1: all normal things, things I've just I guess grown accustomed to, to. But, but when, when it, I have uh, you know family, family visiting from, from I have family that live down, down in Georgia, Georgia and suddenly, so when they come up here, here there's some
0: degree of
1: uh, like a little bit of culture shock there sometimes when it's just it's just a different mode I guess
0: absolutely i'm from the midwest but i spent most of my adult life in the south and if i asked somebody how they were doing and they were like what are you trying to figure out i'd be like how you're doing asshole? Right. what is wrong yeah. with you yeah that's
1: unfortunately <laughs> that's, that's like yeah when people you you really have people, really have people like coming, coming up to you just like hey how's your you know how's, you how's your day going it's like you know, know. and, and well, i don't I think, think people are necessarily like assholes about it but it's it. just not a common uh interaction with with strangers like
0: that Right. Yeah. So there's a pretty well profiled stereotype that we have for Massachusetts after we ask all the questions and stuff. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. I want to start out by asking you what you think the most common stereotype for Massachusetts is. I mean, I would say
1: that, that the, the, you know, you know the, the mass thing is definitely up there. I, I think it's, um, it, it, can be, be, I think it can be, I think it can be construed, construed as like aggressive. Uh, maybe, maybe even angry, great, sort of. of. <laughs>
2: like if if, if that's, that's
1: your first, first experience, experience in Massachusetts, Massachusetts, those are kind of common stereotypes. as, as you know, know uh, aggressive drivers. I think, I think we get, get that a lot. Uh, um, that's, that's a huge one. People, you know, road rage and stuff, rage and stuff like, like that. that. I, I think that. Think that, that and there's, you know, there might be a little bit of truth to some of that. But you know, it's. I think for stereotypes, I think the asshole thing is probably the the biggest one that. Um, that, you that you hear, hear from, from just, just other, other people, people who like coming, coming from outside from Massachusetts of Massachusetts or... a lot.
0: Yeah, they had like with the profile or whatever that we did on it. It was angry, mm-hmm. aggressive, yeah, bad drivers. Okay. Okay. Yep, super into sports. Yep, that's, that's, a, that's a that's a huge, huge one. one yeah,
1: yep. I'm, I'm surprised I, I missed, missed that. that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and mean, especially if you don't agree with them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That one might be my favorite. Well,
1: yeah, I, <laughs> I think people. people um
0: some Some people if they have
1: uh they're they're set in in their ways um just just on a like there's not a lot lot of wiggle room room sometimes with uh uh, trying to reconvince other people of you know their arguments stuff like that that.
0: so you work in television production directly with sports right i I do yeah yeah. so that kind of fits the stereotype of being super in love with sports so like what does a day in your life look like there
1: um it's, it's a lot i mean it's different, different from day to day, day um depending, depending on what we, we have going on for uh for different games stuff like that, that. My, my typical shift like i usually like even today i don't have to go, go in i'm, I'm going in at, at uh 3 30 this afternoon so i'll be in from 3 30 to, to probably around midnight,
0: midnight. um and that's, that's my most typical, typical shift, shift. And, uh, and uh, my, my schedule pretty much
1: revolves around, around, most of, most of the, the times, times, a lot of Bruins, Bruins and Red Sox, Sox games whenever they're playing. So obviously right now it's Bruins season, season, it's hockey season, season. Um, so, so they're, they're getting, getting in full swing. swing. So, so I'm working, working the majority, majority of those games tonight. I don't believe the Bruins, the Bruins are playing, but we, but we also broadcast, broadcast a lot of local college sports too. So we'll do like Boston College, Boston University, hockey, basketball. Stuff, stuff like that, that. Um, so, so there's, usually there's usually always something going on because it is, like we like said, said, it is a huge uh, Massachusetts, a Massachusetts in general is huge in the sports. I mean, I've I'm 26 now, and I've, I've kind of grown, grown up, up in, in the, the best time, time period possible for for Boston, Boston sports. That, you know, you it's, it's just kind, kind of I uh, know Brady's gone now, now, but it's, it's been kind of a endless kind rampage of championships across. You know, across, across all four, four major teams, I've seen, seen at least, least one since I've been alive, which is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty incredible in all the major sports. So, um, um, but, but my day t- kind of it it varies depending on what, what we have going on for games. games. A lot, a lot of it, it. I used I to work as a camera, a camera operator, screen, so, so I would, I would work. work I, wasn't I wasn't filming the actual gameplay, gameplay but I would film the pre-game and post-game shows that we did. So either in our studio, or either down at Fenway Park, or at the TD Garden the games we're, are being played, played. I, started I started out doing, doing that, that, doing some working in the studio, doing, doing that stuff, and now I'm kind of working back in the control room, and but I've been here for, been for, I've been in this position for about a year, year which isn't, isn't it's, it's not, not as, as exciting to, to me, as, me as, as, as
0: uh, you yeah, know, running, running a
1: camera and doing, doing that stuff, stuff. Like, I kind of enjoyed that side of it a little more, but at this point there aren't, we don't have any fans there, so we're not even doing our shows at, the, you know, you know, at Fenway Park, Park or at the, the Garden, so with COVID, COVID and everything, and everything this, this was kind of the next opportunity available, available I guess, for, for me to uh, continue, continue really working, because that, that department and downsized significantly, significantly. so um, I, am I am happy, happy to still, still be employed. employed. It's, it's not something that, that I love at the, the moment, moment, but it is, uh, you know, it's, it's still working in sports. The schedule can be a little hectic. It's kind of all over the place. Mostly it's 3.30 to midnight, but if they're, if they're playing, playing an early game, game or something like that, that I'll, I'll be, be in earlier. You know, you're working uh, nights, weekends, holidays. It's the, the network's on the air for uh, you know 24 hours, hours a day, seven day, days a week, 365, 365 days a, days a year. So, so there's someone in that control room, room literally every every minute every of every day, every day for, for you know. know so, so it can be it can be a lot, but it's you know it is cool to work right alongside with the
0: Ruins Red Sox that I grew up. Really, really rooting for and watching, watching this channel as a uh, kid, so it is, it is it is
1: cool in that sense, sense, I guess.
0: Did you get into that because you were, like, a big fan of sports or the Bruins or anything like that, or did it just kind of happen?
1: No, I, mean, I mean, I actually, I, actually, I got, got into, into television, television production, production in, college, in college, so I got, so I got into, into it. it. I, I worked at, like, at, like the campus, campus news station, and I did, station, and I had, like, an internship um, helping, helping other, other television students and stuff like that, uh, helping, helping them bring, bring their, their shows to, to, to life within our on-campus, on-campus studio. So I really got into it that way, but I, I, I really, really enjoy creating, creating my own content and stuff like that. Stuff like so, that. I so I kind, kind of got, got into, into television, television production, production to kind, kind of try and get a foot in the door into into, into,
2: into that, into actually writing
1: and creating my own stuff, which I'm kind of doing on my own. But I wasn't really... Um, um, which, which is why, why like, right, right now, like my current job like at Nesson, like, in, like in the control it's room, not it's not really something that, that, like, it's cool, it's interesting, but it's, but it's not something that is, like, a, it's not like a, a passion. But, but I, I, got I got into it that, that way. I started, once, once I graduated from college, I started, started working, working at a, a local, uh, local news station up in New Hampshire, WMUR News, and I was there for about a year, and then I saw an opening at New England Sports Network at Nesson in Boston. I got got that job, job and I was kind of splitting time between between both places places for a little while until um, about about a year ago when I became a more permanent position at Nesson, and I've I've been doing doing just that since since then.
0: Okay. Y'all love all your sports teams, I know this, but Mm -hmm. which one is your favorite?
1: I think the Bruins are definitely definitely my favorite. favorite. I grew grew up playing uh, hockey and baseball, so so I I grew up up liking, you know...
0: Bruins and Red Red Sox Sox. but I think my favorite
1: team is probably probably the Bruins Bruins and because I I, I love hockey I've I've always played played hockey and that's that's, um that's that's a sport I mean that's huge in Massachusetts Massachusetts. so I think I think I'd have to I'd have to go with the Bruins if if I had to pick
0: I mean I'm glad you picked that one you win my seal of approval not that it matters
1: right that's good I'm, I'm happy to have
0: that I'm a hockey fan too but I'm more of a Red Wings fan but whatever the Bruins are okay
1: Red Wings. Hey, that's another original six team.
0: Amanda, on the other hand, grew up in a Patriots house. (laughs) Really?
2: My family is really big New England fans and uh, I was curious how you felt about Tom Brady leaving. If you followed him or if you are kind of like rejecting him because he left New England? Yeah,
1: uh, that was obviously uh, a disappointment. Kind of unforeseen. I kind of I never really thought that he would uh, leave New England. I just assumed that's kind of where his career would end. But I mean, yeah. he's in the Super Bowl again, which is pretty.
2: Incredible. I mean,
1: it's pretty incredible that he's was he forty three and he's back yeah. now uh, playing for an <laughs> NFC team. So, I mean, that's pretty amazing. It's definitely it's definitely strange watching him play in another uniform. And originally, I was not really rooting for him, necessarily. Like, seeing him on Tampa Bay, I wasn't really, uh, like, pulling for him all year long. But now that he's in the Super Bowl, I think you just have to. I mean, I'll, I'll be rooting for him again here. It's it's tough to see him in a different uniform. But, again, he's he's the GOAT. I mean, that's, that's just what yeah. it is. He's, there's no – I don't think there's just any disputing that. Especially, I mean, he's gone through – Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers this year, so it's like he's beaten the best of the best. Now he's playing Mahomes in the Super Bowl, so it's like I don't know oh, if he yeah. if he wins this, it's like he not that he needs it to solidify his uh, his greatness, but it's that'll just be one more thing that's just like what what an incredible, amazing career to be that effective and that uh, phenomenal at at any age and just to have that success. For so long is like I mean it's completely unprecedented across sports in general to to be that dominant for that long, um, but it's yeah it's it's amazing.
2: Yeah, there's definitely no denying that he's the goat. But I might win your disapproval from this statement. I'm totally going for the Chiefs because I. Oh, uh, I went to college at the same time Patrick Mahomes did. So, um, really? At, at the same college. Yeah, from Texas Tech. So No way. At, wow. I'm a big that's supporter cool. of Mahomes. So that's yeah. the only reason. But I do, I still love
0: Brady. I mean, it would be yeah. cool to see him win. But
1: yeah. 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 Well, that makes sense.
0: I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear your mom's opinion after she hears this episode now. Well,
2: <laughs> it's funny. It's funny that, you know, Nick said that, you know, that he didn't think that. Um, Brady would leave because whenever uh, my husband Jim asked my mom you know hey what do you think about Brady saying he's going to leave she turned to him and said he'll never leave the Patriots he's always going to be in New England so yeah. it was a big kind of shock whenever he did leave but she's still a big supporter of him
1: I think that was the attitude here in New England I don't think many people saw that as really being an option that he would uh, yeah. he would not finish his career here is your yeah. family from uh, from New England area originally?
2: Absolutely yeah so um, they're both from uh, grew up a lot in Maine but my yep. dad was born in New Jersey and my mother I believe was born in New Hampshire so a well, lot nice. of family okay. up there still yep. yep
1: yeah so that makes sense that that was the uh, that was your team growing up or, or you know just influenced well. from your parents right?
2: influence from my parents but ironically my family has really weird dynamics my brother and I grew up in South Georgia so we're we're big right. Georgia fans gotcha, instead of right. England,
1: that's where, so. yeah that makes sense that's yeah that's big uh, college football territory down there yes we love
2: college football which is college.
1: not it's interesting that that is not something that's really that huge Up here, I mean, there's definitely... I mean, we air a lot of college games and, like, ACC games and stuff on our network, actually, but I think because we have um, a lot of just success in um, just in, like, the professional sports, too, I think that kind of takes away from the dedication. Also, I mean, like, football and stuff like that just in general is just massive down the South, right, especially, so it's like... That it, it's kind of we don't have that because I know I know that. Um, I think my my cousin who's in uh LA is actually a big Georgia fan. Um, and that's that's something like they, they're they more passionate about that than any of their professional sports teams, all of their, their college sports, right? Yes, yeah. My brother's
2: actually a much larger fan of college football than professional football, so. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's how I am, too. Like, I could not care at all about NFL, but college football is my jam. Rare. But also, I'm not a Georgia fan. hottie toddy Ole Miss over here. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But yeah, that is crazy that y'all up there, just college football is just not a thing like it no. is in other parts of the country.
1: No, not even not even close to uh, what it is, especially in the South.
0: So when we come back to like the stereotypes and everything, obviously people thought about mass holes. We've already talked about that. But a lot of people think Massachusetts only consists of Boston. Yeah, that's
1: well, that is that is untrue. Um, (laughs) That's yeah, there's uh, so I actually I didn't grow up in the city. Um, I actually lived out in central Massachusetts. I grew up in a small town uh, about an hour and 20 minutes west of Boston. So, um, there's a lot. And I, I went to college out in Western Mass, um, at UM UMass University of Massachusetts Amherst, UMass Amherst. So I've kind of, I've now lived in basically all three, uh, sections of Massachusetts, I guess, for at least some time. And, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely different, especially, I mean, Western Mass is some, is a place that Outside of the college campus, it's really similar to it's a lot of farmland, which is something that I know that you're uh, you're used to. So it's it's a lot of farmland out there. I think we actually I think Hadley is actually a place which is it's a uh, town right next to Amherst where my college was. Hadley is I believe their thing is uh, asparagus. That's what they're known for. So um, big like asparagus farming out there. A uh, very important vegetable. Um, so very important. Yeah, there's, so there's definitely a wide range. I mean, like another thing too, about Western mass and even central mass where I grew up, uh, a lot more, um, stuff outdoors as far as like hiking and, um, you know, just a lot more, you can kind of get more, uh, involved with uh, nature when you when you kind of leave the city a little bit but boston's definitely a lot of fun it's um it's it's a great place right it's a little weird during the pandemic though because it's the same thing happening uh in boston as there is out in my small town right everything's basically things are starting to open up now i think again but it's it's been a it's been a strange experience during the during the pandemic here for sure
0: One of the things that people mentioned when they mentioned Boston was Zoom. I don't know if you ever watched that whenever like you were a kid, but it was on PBS, I think.
1: I, I do remember that.
0: Yeah, I still know the zip code for at least that part of Boston from the song at the end of it.
1: <laughs> I know exactly. I, I mean, I haven't thought about that show in a uh, very, very long time. But now you mentioned I definitely remember that.
0: Yeah, I had it until I saw it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I remember the end where it was like Boston, Mass. Oh, two, one, three, four. Yeah,
1: there you go. Look at that. See? <laughs> so
0: that's my fun information I know about Massachusetts. That's an
1: important amount of that's an important piece of information to retain, too, is that, that zip code. So I'm glad that that stuck with you.
0: Right. If something would just like if I could use up this space that holds right. useless crap <laughs> like that, I could yeah. be like building rockets yeah. or something. That's,
1: that's beautiful that you,
0: that you remember that. well. Wow. Amanda's looking at me like I'm nuts, so I don't think she knows what I'm talking about.
2: Do you have to be a certain age or from that area
0: to know what you're talking about? Yeah. Well he said he's twenty six, so he's younger than you. I said I said or from the area. Oh, I don't know. It was on PBS. Yeah. Like it, it was, came yeah. on after like Mr. Rogers and stuff. Right, right, right. I'm, yeah.
2: I'm lost. I guess I'm Amanda's like, way. we had cable.
0: I don't know. <laughs> People also mentioned taxes a lot. And I don't know if this is like a historical tax thing or like if y'all just have crazy taxes. So what's up with that?
1: Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a high, high tax area. I think I talked to other people about like what they pay for rent for an apartment. And it's like mind boggling that it's that cheap elsewhere in the country. Um, So just I think it it definitely, especially if you're close to the city, um, you definitely deal with that a little bit more. Um, but I mean, ironically enough, Boston was like the, one of the first places to revolt against taxes and then Boston tea party, we were throwing all the British tea right into the Harbor. So it's, it's a little ironic that now we have uh sky high taxes here. I'd like to start throwing more things into the water and see if they'll go down.
0: That's what I was going to ask you, if y'all been throwing anything in the water yeah, lately. What, I heard that's the way to get, get through right. it. I
1: think we need to start bringing that, uh, that practice back, just firing things right into the Charles River and, you know, dem- you know, demanding not to pay for it.
0: Well, if y'all start doing that, I'm going to need you to FaceTime me or Amanda yeah. so that we can have an episode right. specifically on that. Yeah, this. it'll be
1: a live stream uh, revolt. Perfect. <laughs>
0: They also mentioned cranberries because that's where ocean spray is, isn't it?
1: Uh, in Massachusetts You know somewhere? what? I, I honestly don't even know. I'm not, I'm not a huge... I do, uh, I do like craisins. I, I, I like those. So it's, it's interesting <laughs> that I'm not really aware of that. But I didn't... I've never really noticed uh, a massive um, cranberry <laughs> obsession here in Massachusetts. That is, that's something that people people think that we uh, that we have here
0: yeah it was on the thing and I looked because I was like wait what and I remember seeing something when I googled it about an ocean spray mm-hmm. cranberry thing where they're all like standing in the water with the big waders and cranberries all around yep. them yeah and if I didn't find like a sports person I really wanted to talk to somebody who did that but yeah. I would rather go be like hey let me try to do this with you right. for a day than just talk to you go wait
1: around the cranberry <laughs> bogs and see what you find
0: Yes. So if anybody who works in a cranberry bog that is listening, <laughs> when this is over, can I please come hang out for a day? I just want to I know. I have
1: no idea where Ocean Spray operates out of, but if you tell me it's Massachusetts, I believe it.
0: And then the other thing that with the first thing that comes to mind besides sports fans is that they hate New Yorkers. Everybody just hates New Yorkers. Is that real?
1: Um, I think definitely for sports, for sure. The Yankees are definitely the biggest Biggest rival for the Red Sox. One of the biggest rivalries in sports, I guess. But, I mean, actually, and actually, I think, I believe the Red Sox and Yankees actually just made a trade with each other, which is the first time that that's happened in, I believe, over a decade. Because usually those two teams don't associate with one another. They don't like to trade with each other or help each other out at all. Um, But that just happened. So that's something that, I guess, is newsworthy in the Boston sports world and New York sports world. But I don't know if the people are as um, against each other in that sense, like as far as like, oh, you're from New York, fuck off. Uh, like, I don't think I don't think that's really the case, like, but definitely in a sports sense, for sure.
0: I was going to say, if y'all were just like that, just to people that you see, then maybe now I know why y'all are really? called
1: holes, Okay. <laughs> Right. What are you from? You're from New York? You better head back where you came from. It's like, I don't, I've never seen, I've never seen that sort of an attitude expressed really.
0: Okay. And one of my favorite questions that we ask when we started asking about states is what they think the most common food in that state is. And that's my favorite because I'm Mm. an undercover fat kid and I really like food. But it's also Amanda's favorite because she's a dietitian. So. Mm-hmm. The first thing that we had on the list was lobster rolls.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Lobster is excellent. That's one. That's one of my favorites. Um, Boston's got great lobster, but my favorite place for lobster, honestly, and Amanda, if you have a parent from Maine, I'd say the Maine, Maine lobster is uh, like my favorite because I go up, I go up, I do go up to Maine a lot in the summers, but um, Boston seafood in general is awesome. Um I don't know if you like clam chowder, but that's obviously huge here.
0: What color is your clam chowder?
1: It's white. That's one thing that New York could not be more off about is that don't they have I've never had it because I, you know, even even when I went to New York a couple times, I never I, I feel like I should have just to compare, but I mean that's that's insane to me that they have like red clam chowder. That's,
0: you know, that's what not makes it. it red?
1: What makes theirs red? I have no idea. I don't know if they do...
0: It's tomato-based, I think. Yeah,
1: that sounds stupid to me.
0: It does sound stupid. I didn't even know there was more than one color of clam chowder until I did the Rhode Island interview, and he was telling me how theirs is clear, and I was like, wait, what what do you mean it's clear? I mean, that's even more problematic. Yeah, it's clear.
1: That sounds even more problematic than the red one, because at least... What do you mean clear? That sounds like he was just dumping clams into a bowl and just like...
0: It's like a broth based, I Gross. think.
1: Yeah, that's that's alarming to me. I mean, that's that's psychotic. Let's be honest about that. Yeah, he
0: was telling me about that and then he was telling me about the red one, and I was like, hold on, I gotta take an Instagram right. poll. Like, y'all, what color is clam yeah, chowder? No,
1: it's it's white. It's white here in Massachusetts, and uh and that is something that I think is the, the best around Boston. If you want the greatest clam chowder if you come to boston my favorite is at the union oyster house um which is a really old uh restaurant bar i think it's been open since like i mean it might be like even late 1800s early 1900s really old but it's one it's the best uh it's my favorite clam chowder in the city
0: I noted that, so Amanda, Good. if we're ever in Boston, Union Oyster I hope House you realize. I will be with
2: you, but that kind of leads me to have a question. Yeah. Um, what is your okay, no, what is Boston or Massachusetts best or most popular non seafood food item?
1: Non seafood food item in Is that psychotic Boston? for me to ask? No, no. I'm trying yes. I'm trying to think. <laughs> what what outside of seafood is like there's something that I don't know if it's something that's. It's not something that I eat anymore. But as a kid growing up, we used to have uh, fluff. Are you familiar with this? It's like Marsh- marshmallow. Marshmallow right?
0: fluff. Yeah, marshmallow oh, fluff. Yeah. Okay. So we
1: used to like we used to make like peanut butter and fluff sandwiches, and that used to be you used to call them like fluffer nutters.
0: Okay, I was gonna say fluffernutters. nutters. That was definitely a thing we okay. did. Okay,
1: so, so that's. I guess that's not super specific, but I've told that to some people. Like. What are you even saying to me right now? They're like, what are you talking about?
0: Yeah, nobody's ever heard of them before. When I tell people, they're like, um, what? So I'm just really excited that somebody else actually does know what right, they are. Right,
1: yeah, I used to grow up in those. I'm trying to think of, like, outside of seafood. Because I don't know if we really have... Uh, I mean, Boston's a big, like... Obviously, is like a huge Irish presence in Boston, but it's not really any, like, you know, you know, there's a lot of Irish bars and taverns and stuff, but as far as, like, Irish foods go, it's not really, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. <laughs> that's, actually,
2: that's actually helpful. If there's a big Irish influence, then typically, I'm guessing, if you go to any of these really old pubs, they'll have some typical Irish dishes, like corn beef or something yeah.
1: like that. Yeah, they definitely, they definitely have a lot of that um okay. yeah that that's that's definitely a good one I think if you're gonna if you like the biggest holiday like St Patrick's Day is probably one of the biggest ones here yes. in Boston it's something that they do a massive parade for every year I think it just got canceled again unfortunately because it's kind of coming up obviously in uh you know two months in March and I think they just canceled that because that's how long they usually plan for it all, all the work that, Goes into a price starts at least a couple months prior to it, um, but that's always a huge celebration in in Boston, uh, which is unfortunate that we won't have that this year. But I would love to visit
2: one year for Saint Patrick's Day better
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a fun time.
0: When we were asking about the food, people did mention Cape Cod chips mm-hmm. too. Yep. Are y'all chip snobs? There is that the only kind y'all now, will eat. Like, do you hate Lay's? I,
1: I don't have any personal vendetta against Lay's, um, but the Cape Cod chips are definitely awesome. Those are um, those are definitely a top tier chip. They're up there. The local. Uh, my favorite, actually, my favorite chip is actually uh, it's Wachusett brand, which um, is a small town actually in Massachusetts. Um, Wachusett, Mass., they make chips and they're the best sour cream and onion and uh barbecue chips, in my opinion, that I've ever had. They put they, I mean, they put lays onto the table, all right. <laughs> yeah. think... That's a it's like a small, like local one, though. That's probably, I mean, you could probably, f- I think you find them throughout New England definitely, but I haven't seen them in other parts of the country,
0: okay. I noted that one too. I'm serious. I'm yeah, an undercover fat that's kid. Right. I like food. Yeah. Um, everything also said that y'all are like obsessed with Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? Well,
1: there's a Dunkin' Donuts on literally every corner uh, in, especially in the city, but really everywhere in Massachusetts. I mean, there's one. I pass two just on my walk. So I don't even have a car in the city. I I walk everywhere, and my work is about you know three quarters of a mile away from my apartment, and I pass two Dunkin' Donuts on my way on my walk to work within less than a mile. And there's, I mean, it's in, it is insane how many Dunkin' Donuts there are in Massachusetts. It's everywhere. Um, And it's definitely the coffee of, uh, of Massachusetts.
0: Oh, good Lord. Dunkin' Donuts coffee isn't even good.
1: Yeah. People, people don't like, I mean, I I enjoy it. It's fine. Like it's fine for me. Um, I'm not really like a big coffee snob, but it's like it's so convenient because it's literally everywhere. So it's kind of just forced upon you to to drink it. Like if you're gonna get coffee, it's you know that's kind of like the that's kind of everyone's
0: go to.
2: I was nervous for you for a split second saying that to a Bostonian
0: sure I don't even care like we're not face to face I can hang up he yells at me right. <laughs> um do you do you not have Krispy Kreme or do you just not like Krispy Kreme we don't or?
1: have Krispy Kreme no not here like at all not that I know of I've never I oh, haven't seen one
0: yeah cause tr- yeah I was gonna say I will cause a traffic like, accident if that hot and ready like comes we, on. We like
1: just got Chick-fil-a like within the last couple of years up here like that's something that is like I don't know we we don't have a lot of uh because when I go down south man it's like fast food everywhere it's like all over the places every there's Arby's and like we don't have Arby's up here we don't have like Chick-fil-a really we do have like Like, we have McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, that stuff, Taco Bell. Um, But there's a lot more fast food that I was even aware of, that I became aware of just from traveling to other places. You go, oh, we don't have... And you see a ton of them around, so it's like, why is it... And then you're like, oh, we just don't have that in New England or in Massachusetts.
0: Do you have any, like, fast food or chain restaurants that are only there?
1: Um, now I'm trying to think, uh, I don't, none that come to mind off the top of my head. Um, I mean, I guess Dunkin' Donuts is everywhere, but it's not like it is here. It's literally, literally everywhere here. But it's not like, like you guys, I'm sure there's Dunk, Dunkin' Donuts anywhere, but it's not to the, it's not to the uh, extent that we have them.
0: Yeah, the closest Dunkin' Donuts to me is probably like a 30-minute drive.
1: Yeah, right. That would be, I mean, someone would have a stroke if you told them that you had to drive 30 minutes for Dunkin' Donuts here in Massachusetts. So that would not be acceptable to most people. <laughs> they would fly off the handle. Like thirty minutes? What are you? What are you joking? I used to walk the past three on my, you know, during, during my one mile route.
0: I mean, yeah, but it also takes me thirty minutes to get to the grocery store right. too. So yeah. I'm out in the boonies. Yeah, okay. That's fair. And then the other food besides like other seafood, which I know Amanda is weird and doesn't like seafood, yeah. but we like her anyway.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> is Boston cream pie? Yep. Do y'all actually eat a crap ton of that, or is it just named after it, and that's why people are like, okay, yeah, that's what I think
1: of? No, I don't... I mean, I don't... It's not even one of my favorite pies. We have, like, the Boston Cream Donuts. Is that something that's universal? Like, do you have those everywhere?
0: I think you can order them. I'm not sure I've ever had one, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite, um, but no, it's not really... That's not something that I think... Or I don't know a lot of people that are, like, obsessed with Boston cream anything.
0: I'm not even sure exactly what it is. It's like uh, some
1: sort – it's almost like a pudding sort of, like, filling inside, at least for the donut. I think the pie it's the same thing, where it's, like – the donut is a regular donut with, like – it's got chocolate on the top, and then it's filled inside with this, like – cream like sort of like it's but it's like a pudding consistency almost I don't know how to describe it they're definitely not great for you like it's not a uh, it's not it shouldn't be a staple in anyone's diet
0: <laughs> I was gonna say your description sounds about like the face I'm making right. like hearing it like it just doesn't sound that fabulous no no and then one of our other questions were what people think the most common job for that state is And the first answer we got was cranberry bogs.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, again, I don't know a single bogger here in Massachusetts, so I'm not, if that is the most common job, then I'm not, I'm not aware of it. Um, I don't know. I think there's a lot of, uh, as far as like most common job, there's a lot of, especially around Boston, there's, the place is always under construction. Um, so I'd say like any sort of, like, there's a lot of manual labor, like construction jobs, stuff like that. I know there's big, um, there's a lot of labor unions and stuff like that. I have a lot of friends that work. Um, one's a, you know, electrician you know, is a, uh, plumber and uh, no one is a like welder or pipe fitter. And they're all, you know, most of them are in unions and they've got a lot of, um, there's a lot of. There's a lot of power be- behind like the the union construction workers and stuff like that. So I think that's definitely uh, up there, at least in the city, because there's always construction going on everywhere. Every time you walk around, there's always new construction happening. So that's the first one that would come to mind as far as like most. Uh... I-, I think of that way before I think of some some guy you know roaming around a cranberry bog. <laughs>
0: All right. Again, though, if there are any Cranberry Bog people listening, please let me come hang out for a day. I have so many questions.
1: Right, yeah. I'd like to to tag along, too, to be honest.
0: Heck, yeah. We'll just make a whole, like, day out of it with our cool waiters up to our chest. It'll be fun. Um, The other answers they had were manufacturing jobs, Mm -hmm. which I think is kind of common in any major city. And then working in or around sports of some sort.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely uh, since the people are uh, very into sports. Sports is obviously huge here. I think that that definitely lends itself to a lot of uh, a lot more uh, jobs as far as like just in that world of sports, covering sports. We have a lot of sports radio talk shows, um, a lot of uh, different sports blogs, stuff like that. Um, whereas in other places there might not be such a high demand for as much coverage, but, um, because it is a place that people really do care about their sports, there's a lot of opportunity, I guess, to, um, to comment on it and, and work in that capacity. I mean, I'm, I'm someone that works in the, uh, you know, sports field, I guess. So more in the television, but it's, you know, doing sports now. So.
0: Okay, and then our last question was we asked what they think the average person does for fun. And this is one of my favorite questions for every state because it's always crazy. But people said that y'all like to be angry for fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just sit sit at home and uh, punch the drywall. That's usually how I spend the majority of my day.
0: Yeah, you should probably not do that because (laughs) patching it is not fun.
1: No, (laughs) like, I mean, being angry is not that's not like a fun activity. I mean, that's, uh, I don't know as far as like what, what there is to do with fun. I mean, the city's a lot of fun going out. I think, uh, in, in pre COVID time, it's a lot of, uh, you know, just going out to bars and hanging out. Um, there's a lot of, especially like I said earlier in like Western mass and even central mass where it is, there's a lot of cool, um, hiking areas, a lot of outdoor stuff you can do. Um, so I think, I mean, now what does anyone do for fun, right? With everything kind of, you know, shut down, if, especially if you're in a city. Um, but yeah, getting, get, I like the getting angry was like, oh yeah, that's, that's how they just, that's how they hang out there. Everyone gets mad.
0: These answers are great. And when we did the Hawaii one, they were like, um, go to luau's. Yeah. so the for fun (laughs) ones are my favorite the other answer that we got with for fun is watch sports but I think we've kind of been over how y'all are a little bit obsessed yeah
1: sports are huge like any big game is usually I mean that that used to be one of my favorite things to do is just go to a bar and hang out because the bar would be you know it'd be packed everyone's cheering for the team it's a good like energy it's a good atmosphere in there so that's that's always a, a fun thing to do when there's not a global pandemic happening
0: so when you're all, like, hanging out at the bar and watching sports, are y'all, like, miserable to be around if you're losing, like, for, like, if in the South, if you're somewhere and there's a bunch of Alabama fans and they lose, mm-hmm. like, it is miserable to be in that building. So yeah. are, are Boston or Massachusetts fans like that in general, too?
1: Yeah, I would say so. If it's a, I mean, if it's a important game, if it's a big game, that'll definitely, uh it won't be. It won't be like, uh, oh, they lost, and now we just go back to you know smiling. And it's it's something that you can see, like the energy get like sap, just zapped out of the room. It's like that can be kind of a uh, kind of a rough a rough scene after after a big loss like that. A lot of heavy drinking.
0: Yeah, see, I'm an Ole Miss fan, and we're we're pretty good at losing. Yeah, we're right. We're very good with handling that, but we have never lost a party. Let me tell you what we tailgate like nobody could ever imagine.
1: See, that's that's what's important, you know, because then then you're still having a good time regardless of what's going on.
0: Yeah. So with all those things that we talked about with this stereotype and stuff, do you think it's like fairly accurate or just like completely wrong?
1: I think there are some things that are definitely there's. You know, a lot of stereotypes are there because, for a reason, right? They don't, like, come out of... Most of the time, they don't just appear out of thin air. Um, but I think a lot of a lot of stereotypes, especially of Boston and Massachusetts, are kind of developed based around just what you would see in movies, right? It's, like, the Marky Mark, sort of, like, that um, conception... Of Boston, which I think there's some inaccuracies there, but it's like for the most part the the attitude the the if you you want to say you know mass hole if that's the that's the <laughs> term of endearment that we get then
0: there's there's definitely some truth to that I would say What do you think is like the craziest thing about the stereotype?
1: There are some parts of it that are definitely spot on as as far as like just the the attitude the aggression. Like, that stuff is definitely the, – the driving is one thing, too. Like, if you're driving from another state – and the, here's the thing, too, about Boston is that not, none of it makes sense if you're driving around Boston. Think Places like New York and Chicago that you drive around, everything's like a grid, so everything kind of makes sense. That's not the case in Boston. In Boston, it's a lot of just random one-ways. A lot of uh rotaries stuff like that that people from out of state have no idea what that even is, and they get into it and they have just no clue how to operate it and um uh, what is
0: it that people don't know what it is a
1: rotary a rotary what the so heck it's is like, that <laughs> you you would probably call it like a traffic circle
0: or oh, a roundabout
1: a roundabout yeah, yeah okay. rotary yeah, so those are things that are like really common in Massachusetts that when you see someone from i think that one of the things that people do like if they're from massachusetts if you see like an out-of-state license plate you avoid them at all costs because you just assume that they are lost and unable to operate the vehicle properly so you, you get get as far away from them as humanly possible on the road um and that that sort of like people there's no patience here it's the same in new york like if you're it's not as bad as New York, but if you're if you're sitting there spacing out and the light turns green, you're gonna hear about it. People are gonna let you know that you're you know, it's not like you can't be just putting around like kind of sightseeing and stuff. People people get right on you. There's people be like uh, you know tailgating, like getting right behind you if you're going slow, and it's it can be definitely aggressive and intimidating. For it's very intimidating if you're driving out of state and you're not sure where you're going people have no sympathy for that and they uh so that is definitely something that is different in boston that is probably not the case most places
0: oh my goodness i have so many questions now for real like when you're sitting in a stoplight and the stoplight turns green Mm -hmm. it takes me like a second to push the gas pedal so why do you need to honk at me i just don't understand what good that does
1: well it's i hey i'm not the one out there honking the horn but I, I'm seeing this and I go, oh, that person's having a bad day. Uh, I don't know. I think people are just like they're like, hey, let's go. Time to go. We're moving now. It's uh, there's no there's no patience.
0: That used to make me crazy because I drove an automatic, right? Or Mm -hmm. I'm not, I didn't drive, I drove a manual, Mm -hmm. if I can get my words to work here. And I'd be like, stopped on a hill and it takes me a second. Okay, there's three pedals, hold on. And I'm not even talking like a long time. Like I see it turn green and I go and people would like lay on the horn. And I'm like, what good does that do besides get me pissed off now? I don't understand.
1: Yeah, it's not really a productive uh, way to operate a vehicle, but it's just, that's just kind of the way like people definitely drive drive fast they take it's it's certainly a more aggressive style of driving even like it sucks and it can be really annoying too if you are driving around like even if you're trying to merge and stuff like if it's let's say it's like two lanes that are going down to one like it'll be like cutthroat like people don't just like let you in even if it's like a you know it makes sense like hey it's my turn to they'll they'll hit the gas and like pull ahead of you and like so it's like that that is definitely a detriment of massachusetts that uh it's not like that anywhere else that i've seen driving maybe new york city is the same um but you'd have to be kind of like chicago yeah i love chicago um but yeah i guess that's there's no uh there's no sympathy. There's a lot of lot of like road rage and stuff. You see news stories and stuff of people like pulling over and getting into fights on the side of the highway and stuff like that, which is just completely insane way to live your life. I mean, that's I don't know what what that's really about, but it seems to occur more often here in Massachusetts than it does anywhere else. So
0: maybe that's just what happens when y'all you know get mad for fun.
1: Yeah, when you get mad for fun, then you get behind the wheel. It's like that's a dangerous recipe.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. So what is something everybody should know about Massachusetts?
1: I know after all this talk, it's different than, uh, it's going to be difficult to make this claim, but it's not everyone here is, is angry and aggressive and mean. That's not, that's not everyone. It is, it's something that I think people automatically assume and that they they think of it's probably not great that that's like the first thing that comes to everyone's mind is like, Oh, anger and aggression. But it's like, it is a different, it's a, it's, it's a different, different sort of culturally than, than other places in the country. It's definitely quicker paced. It's definitely that people are, you know, moving around with a purpose. A lot of times it's not a lot of, it's, it's tough to describe, but I I would say that, that like, once you get to know someone though it is um something that's not uh it's not always like aggression all the time and another thing too that i think I don't think we mentioned this, but this is another stereotype that at least is that's definitely true um people in Massachusetts will like shit on each other for in for fun like that's like something that just like in it's just like a basic form of communication here is like making fun of each other and stuff like that, which is different. Cause I've seen it happen like where, uh, in like California, you'll make a comment, say something and it'll be like people like get offended and take, take immediate offense to it. And it's not really, that's not really the intention, but that's just kind of how, uh, how we grow up here. It's with that, that sort of communication.
0: No, I totally get that. I think I got something backwards somewhere. Like, if I like somebody, I will make fun of them and pick on them so much. But if right. I don't like them, I'm, like, very nice. I think I got something backwards. I don't yeah. know.
1: Yeah, that's definitely the way it is. And that's just, like, kind of a standard operating procedure here in Massachusetts, just, like, shitting on your friends. And, like, uh, that's that's just something that's that happens here. And I know, I've noticed that, like I said, if you go other places in the U.S., kind of try and interact in the same way people like whoa what do you what do you mean like why did you say that it's like no no I'm not like I'm not really being mean to you but that's just you know that's how it comes across I guess if you're not familiar with that interaction
0: do you think Massachusetts should win the coolest stereotype in America
1: (laughs) I mean if the stereotype is anger I don't think we have much of a shot if that's if that's gonna be our stereotype is like road rage, aggression, anger. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough
0: to get people to pull the lever for that. <laughs> what state do you think should win?
1: Should win. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be biased towards Massachusetts, obviously, so I'll be pulling from Massachusetts, but It'll be understandable when we don't win.
0: All right. I have one more question, and it has absolutely nothing to do with the stereotype or Massachusetts or anything. Mm-hmm. I just have a theory, and I'm investigating since I get to talk to somebody from every, every state. I'm just asking everybody. When you eat an Oreo, yeah. are you a twister? Are you a dunker? Or do you eat it like a psychopath where you just take a bite like a sandwich?
1: Oh, I pull it I pull it apart and then uh, eat it that way.
0: So like- you're a twister?
1: Yeah. Is it a twist, though? Because I kind of just yeah. go with, like, use the thumbs and kind of pop it open. Like, you know what I mean?
0: I'm trying to understand how you're doing that. Like, but the thing about the twist is you make sure that you get the eye
1: thing. That... I think it's more of a
0: pop than a twist. I'm gonna have to buy some Oreos today and try yeah. this, because yeah.
1: I'll I don't... twist it. I don't know exactly what the method is, but that's, yeah, I'm not... I'm not Jeffrey Dahmer, so I don't eat it by just, like, biting straight into it like that, you know? Oh my that's... god,
0: I wish Jay was here right now, Jay does that, he just takes a bite like a psycho. Yeah, yeah he's,
1: he should, he, that's someone that needs to be institutionalized, I think.
0: Absolutely. Now, here, since Amanda is on this one, how many Oreos do you usually eat at a time? Do you eat, like, Oof. one? or just like a normal amount or like with the whole package.
1: What is a what is a normal amount to you? That's um
0: more than one. Like
1: a sleeve of Oreos? Um like I that's kind of I don't know, once you get once you get rolling, it's tough like you're not gonna who who just grabs like one Oreo and then like, "Oh, that's enough for me." I think it's always like it's usually multiple Oreos at least, right? Amanda. See, Amanda.
0: <laughs> even the serving size is two.
1: Amanda Amanda
0: gets gets a package
1: of Oreos that lasts like three or four months.
0: Like, and then her husband gets yelled at because he eats the like stale yeah. ones. Right. That's 100 yeah. percent true. I mean, I don't understand how that's how that's a dish because it's weird. No, that's
2: I mean
1: that's a good thing. That's a that's a more healthy way to operate. I'll say that.
2: Okay, but I have yelled at somebody before for getting me regular Oreos because double stuff's the only way to go. If that makes up for it yeah if you're
1: let, let me ask you this if you're grocery shopping and you've got regular oreos and then you have double stuffed right next who is going just with the regular ones like somebody I mean, like jay psychopath. If, now they have like the thin ones too i've seen like oreo oreo honestly is getting a little out of control because i've seen them come up with just endless amounts of like uh flavors and like Stick to the classic, Barbaric. please. Like, there's no yeah. need to really like stay in your lane, Oreo. We we don't need this <laughs> oh, all no. this experimentation, really.
0: Oh no, cotton candy Oreos are pretty good.
1: Like pretty. that's insane to me. Like I would never it's even fabulous. I would never even try a cotton candy Oreo. But I, I did because Amanda right. made
0: me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. that's because I love cotton candy flavors.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. So they jump it, but it's like I mean, how many how many different flavors of Oreo do we do we really need?
0: I mean, I always go back to the original, I must say. Yeah. I like the colored holiday ones, though, too. Right. Yeah, with those the are orange, fun. Like, like the, the same, Halloween, like... the orange filling. Yeah. 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 Anytime, but where they taste
1: the Anytime same. it's like you see something bright orange like that, you know it's going to be really good for you.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Just
1: all those artificial coloring and flavors, those are always great. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, so thank you for hanging out with us and talking about Massachusetts and your favorite job, because I know how much you love your job. But... <laughs> It was, it was great having you on here. But yeah,
1: this was great. It was, it was cool to actually finally, finally connect and do this.
0: We can't find the answer to the state with the coolest stereotype in America without y'all. Come join the search at cohesquestions.com mystatesbetter. There are lots of ways to join the search. Tell us what you think. Be part of the intros. Represent your state. Vote. And share it with friends. Do one of them or do them all. But we are finding this answer together.